Are you sick of diets, but you want to feel really freaking comfortable in your body? Great, then you've come to the right place. Join me, Melissa Ronda, fearless and forthright weight loss expert who helps busy women ditch diets, stop eating their feelings, and take their power back for good. The other day, someone commented on my personal page on Facebook that she wished, I said that weird, (laughs) wished, she wished that she had the time to work out like I do. (laughs) And you know, you know me, I don't coach for free. So I wasn't even going to handle that shit. I just deleted it because she wants to live in a world where she doesn't have time to work out. (laughs) You don't though. And so what I wanted to help you through today is doing a time audit and really assessing where you're spending your time and is that aligned with what you say you want. There is something called buffering and buffering is a thing that we do to escape our emotions. You may buffer by emotionally eating. It's kind of like you feel like you're on this hamster wheel. It's something that feels automatic and you can't get out of it. You can see yourself doing it, but it's like you can't stop it. I have a great example of my buffering. I actually have two. Now, one of them is little increments of time, but they do add up. And then the other one is where I was buffering like basically all day long. So I want to share the difference with you and see if either of these kind of resonate with you and help you work through some of this. Before we go on, I want to let you know that I did create a workbook for you to to walk you through this whole process. So if you click the link in the show notes, you can download the workbook that I created. Now, I mentioned before, my, my father died about... Oh, it's almost a year and a half ago now, believe it or not. And I realized, well, now it's like hindsight's 2020, but at, I didn't realize this when I was doing it. And that's, that's what I want you to know. But I, my dad and I have been like murderinos my whole life. We watched all the unsolved mysteries, all of that shit growing up. Like I was watching Tales from the Crypt when I was way too freaking young to be watching it, but I was a child of the 80s and whatever, right? I really love to be scared and I love like intense shit and I love murder podcasts. I love all of that stuff, but I found myself from a window of like right when my dad got sick until about six months after that when I was watching something that was really fucking intense, I would have to take breaks from it. And I'm watching like something super scary and I just rip out my phone and I would start scrolling on Facebook. There's nothing new on there. There's nothing new in my Facebook feed, especially with the way the algorithm is. There's nothing going on, right? But yet I kept doing this and it felt very automatic. It felt like it was something that I had to do. I was doing this because I was avoiding my emotions. And what I was avoiding was the fact that I really had a lot of trauma It was a really horrible thing that I went through. I mean, it's really horrible when anyone's parent dies, but it was especially horrible that I had zero family members there to help me. It was a really, really awful time. And because I'm like 
tell myself I'm the bad bitch all the time, right? I'm like, everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, I'm good. I'm good. But I was really not handling my shit. I was really hurting. There was a lot going on there. And so I was grabbing my phone to avoid, to take breaks from that feeling that I didn't want to feel. Some other examples of the ways that I have buffered in the past, and this was like my big block of time. And I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but I was married previously and I spent a lot of time on the elliptical machine, like the last third, like the third quarter (laughs) of that marriage. I would get on my elliptical machine um, and I would just do this thing with my headphones on. And when I was on it, I was telling myself that, what am I supposed to do? I'm stuck in this marriage. There's nothing I can do. I have little kids. I can't leave him. People are going to say things. What if I get divorced? I'm doing this whole thing. I've got no family support. I am just screwed. So I'm just on this treadmill and I'm doing this thing, right? When here's the real cold, hard fucking facts, I could have been spending my time getting a job because at the time I was a stay-at-home mom. I could have been looking for an apartment. I could have been packing my bags, right? But I wasn't. I was telling myself the story. And the story was, was that I didn't have control over my own life. So you may be doing similar things, like you get yourself swept up in other people's bullshit, and then you tell yourself, well, I don't have time to work out like you do. (laughs) So here's what we're going to do. Print out the worksheet, but I do want to talk you through some of it. The first thing you're going to do is create a list of the things that bring value to your life and a separate list of things that don't bring you value to your life. I know this seems kind of crazy, but like people really don't spend time thinking about where they're spending their time, they just sort of do, right? So I want you to take some time and really get this all down on paper. Now, here's the thing. Things that bring you value aren't always things that you love. For example, maybe, maybe you don't like your job, but your job does feed you. So therefore, it goes on the list of things that bring you value. It For right now, I mean, you can talk about it another day if you want to get a new job, but for right now, your job brings you value. So some things that don't bring you value is handling your neighbor's drama bullshit all the time when she's calling you and talking and wasting your time and you take the call because you feel like, quote, I don't want to make her feel bad, right? No, we can't make people feel anything, right? You're trying to control the people around you and it's not bringing any value to your life. So if you've got that sister, you've got that mom, you've got that friend, whatever, that has a shit and you don't have time for it, it goes on your list of things that don't bring value to your life things that bring you value. Maybe it's going to your son's baseball games, right? It's really important to you that you go. You love going. He loves that you're there. It's awesome. It goes on the list of things that bring you value. Things that don't bring you value. Maybe it's scrolling Facebook like I was doing. If that if you're getting on there and it's you're if there's nothing happening or you're telling yourself, "Well, I've got to pick up the kids in 45 minutes anyway, so I don't want to start working out, so I might as well just sit on Facebook," right? That's not bringing you value. Maybe it's binge watching Game of Thrones for the 14th frigging time. Well, if that if, th- if that brings you value, if you're enjoying yourself and you're happy with the rest of your life, but if you're not happy 
and you're lying to yourself and saying, I don't have time to do the things that you do, then watching Game of Thrones for the 14th time is not bringing you value. Not Maybe not in that quantity, right? Maybe just a little less TV time would probably be better. Just like with me, Facebook isn't bad. It's just overusing Facebook is not a good use of my time. It does not bring value. Be very, very honest with yourself and don't start telling yourself stories like, well, I have to do these things for these people even though I don't want to because that's bullshit. And you're telling yourself these stories because you want to feel like you're controlling everyone else around you. You want to make sure that they are happy You, despite, it, and you're not, right? You're not friggin' happy. So that goes on the thing that things that don't bring you value. Once you've got this down on paper, you can workshop some ideas on how to get some of that shit off of your list that doesn't bring you value. If you aren't liking these things, there's things you can do to change it. So whether it's not answering your calls, maybe it's being really honest and saying, I love you, but you know what? Right now I've got to focus on me for a little bit and I'm not going to be able to be, you know, at, you know, I'm not going to be able to talk on the phone all the time. And I love you. That doesn't mean I don't love you, but this is what I need to do for me. So, so come up with some ideas on how to get those things off of your list. For myself, it was taking my phone and putting it in the other room. So taking blocks of time in my day and saying, no Facebook time, right? It's like, it doesn't matter. Nothing new is happening. The phone is over there. It's all good. But I had to get the phone away from me so that I could give myself time and like room to breathe, right? Like allowing myself to even have the thoughts that I needed to have so that I could handle my shit, okay? So the next thing that you wanna do is go, well now, Melissa, oh my gosh, we've just freed up so much of my time. (laughs) So I guess I do have time to work out. I want you to come up with a few things that you might wanna infuse into the new you that's got so much more time on their hands. Now the key here is I don't want you to really do all of those things right away because if you jump in head first, it's really hard to be successful but I want you to come up with some ideas of things that can bring additional value to your life that you're not currently doing. Then you can circle one or two of them and we're going to create a plan so that for the next 30 days, you are bringing value to your life every single day. The worksheet's gonna walk you through it. It'll give you a printable calendar that you can use. But what I want you to do is when you decide the one thing that's going to bring you additional value for the next 30 days, I want you to come up with all of the things that need to happen in order for you to be able to do that thing. So a great example might be, let's say you wanna go to the gym, on your way home from work. Well, then what needs to happen? In the morning, you need to make sure that you've got your gym shoes, you've got your workout clothes, you've got your water bottle, um, your husband's picking up the kids so that you can just go directly to the gym. You make sure you have your headphones because you don't wanna start telling yourself shit like, well, I, I, I guess I'm not gonna go to the gym today because you know what, I forgot my headphones. No, right? So you're going to make sure you have the list of all the things that need to happen so that you're not coming up with excuses for the reasons you're not doing these things that bring you value. You've got to have a plan in action because it's not, you don't want to get in the habit of just, I'm going to work out. That's not sexy, right? You want to tell yourself, 
I'm going to work out. I'm committing in the next 30 days that this is exactly what I'm doing. This is exactly what I need to have in order so that I can do the thing that I want to do every day. And then I'm going to check each and every single one of these things off of my list every single day. Very habitual, very, very systematic, okay? Because it's, you've got to learn to make yourself a priority because you have been telling yourself that you don't have time to make yourself a priority. So it's easy for the mind to want to fall back into those old thought patterns. And your old thought pattern was a victim and you're not, right? You do have time. You weren't making great use of your time. You've accepted that. You're cool with it because you're moving on and this is the new you and this is what you're committing to for the next 30 days. So go ahead, click the link in the show notes, print out your workbook and commit the next 30 days. I should come up with a hashtag so I can follow along and see how you guys are doing. Um, let me think. How about hashtag the honest 30? Let's do that. Hashtag the honest 30. You can post these on social media. So post them on my idea. Social media is not Twitter. <laughs> Although I don't think it's a bad idea. I just don't tweet. But I love Facebook. I love my Facebook community. And I love Instagram. So you can use the hashtag TheHonest30 for the next 30 days when you listen to this podcast. Print out the worksheets. Print out the calendar. And commit to bringing more value to your life because you've removed a bunch of shit that doesn't bring you value. And just like that, isn't that amazing? We just magically helped that woman who posted that comment on Facebook. I helped her find the time that I have to work out. So <laughs> thanks so much for joining me today and I will see you all later. King who be reigning forever, but that's just for another day. Right now, I just love the way she moves. Someone might have to resuscitate me, cause I'm full by how she operates. Goddamn, she make it mighty hard to concentrate. I hope that's gonna be a poet. That she bad as fuck, and she know it. Can you stay? We just get a little closer. Blowing tree and sipping some of my